Hey everybody, the SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, where you can custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Easy steps. Jump online at jimkford.com, select your vehicle, choose your model, trim, and options. Then the Jim K. Ford team will contact you to confirm your selections and pricing and answer all your questions before your order is placed. Easy as that. Your vehicle created your way. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. If you're a loyal listener, you've probably heard me on this podcast before. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. I'm also a big fan of the show. If you are too, we'll probably get along. Want great insurance rates? Then I'm your guy. Call or text me at 801-2659 or check out allins.ca. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. All right, welcome to the show, everybody. It is the SWP. It's Steve and Jimmy. Eh? Edmonton is where Jimmy is. I'm in Ottawa. It's cross-country checkup is what it is. I guess CBC's already got that one. Anyway, it's all about sports and whatever. Thank you for giving us a little of your time today. We really appreciate it. Our website is stevewproject.com. James, how are you today? All good, Stevie. Yeah, all good, man. Yeah. Uh, All about the weather. It's good. Yeah. I'm sitting outside and my, my cranky neighbor... Uh, neighbor, join. I can't say the word neighbor. I don't think I could yesterday either. Yeah, my uh, my cranky neighbor uh, (laughs) glances over at me every spring, and uh, with with piercing eyes. Right, older lady. (laughs) Sharon is her name, and uh, gives it the this one here is the you know, let's get this cleaned up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're embarrassing the neighborhood, me in particular. I know. Well, I get a kick out of it. I've never, you know, I I probably have the right to kind of, to say, get back, get back into your yard. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's not like I'm a slug, you know, I keep, keep a clean spot, Steve. Yeah. Well, you know, I show some pride, you know, around my place, but. So when she's pointing at your yard and she says, like, uh, whatever the situation is, the situation, what is it exactly? Is it a, is it an overgrowth? Is it cigarette butts piling up? What is it? No, no. So the cigar, like the last one was we, we, we went from bagged garbage to these big bins that they give us. Okay. You know, the, the, the ones that you roll out, there's a black and a green one. I I don't know what goes in what. Yeah. And you roll those things out and then the truck with the little lift, you know, comes hooks onto the, dumps it in, you know, those things. Well, they're huge, right? They're like, they're kind of an eyesore. I I live in a townhouse complex where, you know, you kind of got a single driveway. And and so she'll, she'll come over, but she has a small car and she, I have a garage too, like she does. And she, she leaves hers in her garage so Mm -hmm. no one can see them. So she came over and said, do I have to look at these things every day? Oh, no. Right. And, and, (laughs) and I start to giggle and she goes, what? What's so funny? I said, <laughs> I said, my car's too big, shirt. I can't, I can't put them in my garage, you know? In the meantime, Stevie, I said to her, I started to launch and go, okay, well, listen, what, what about, what about this unit here with, with the guy with the, with the crappy car that's been sitting there for three years? Okay. Right. But you, you just talk, talk to him. <laughs> what about the kids next door? <laughs> okay. Whose lawn furniture has turned over onto one side. <laughs> they haven't picked it up in three years, you know? <laughs> I sound like I live in a trashy hood, but uh, anyway, I 
I didn't. I didn't. I I take it. I take it from Sharon. So anyway, well, that's nice. it's the start of spring, and this is her. This is her annual truck across the road to my place. Oh, she anyway. had to go out of her way. So this isn't like next door. She had to go out of well, her no, way. Well, no, she to lives directly your... across from me. Okay. Like, like she says, I, she looks out, walks out her front door. And, yeah. Do I have to see those garbage bins? And, and I, you know, every unit, Steve, okay, 95% of the units have these garbage bins in front of their house. You know, you can, right. So anyway. Yeah, that's how it goes when you're, you know, maybe a yeah. little lonely and yeah, any, any excuse to hey, go outside and oh. talk and communicate, whatever it is. Oh, I wasn't saying well, lonely maybe you're onto, as in. Maybe you're onto something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe. Huh? Hmm. Wouldn't I be the uh, wouldn't be the best opening salvo for a romance to go over and complain about the neighbor's garbage. But who knows? Everybody's got their techniques, right? Yeah, but eighty years old, Stevie, with the with the biker shorts. No, I'm just, I'm just looking. She's out actually out front right now. Yeah. Oh, the biker shorts. Oh no. no. Shouldn't there be yeah. a license for those? Like you need well, to there, pass there an be exam one for her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, before I go down a road, I do not want to go down. Let's jump in. We got lots of subject matter. The Leafs lose. I love that. Well, so we'll get to no, that in just a second. It was cut. Oh, that's a shame. It's a terrible shame. Uh, we'll talk yeah. lots of NHL. Phil Mickelson apparently blew forty million in gambling. We'll get to that too. What did you think? Because, you know, you've been on stage a lot with microphones, making people laugh. I'm sure you had some thoughts at the Oscars when Will Smith wanders up onto the stage and slaps Chris Rock. Well, we had another incident that ended quite differently. Dave Chappelle, who'd be on the level of a Chris Rock, no question about that. He's, uh, he's at the Hollywood Bowl on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. And some fan, or some spectator, may not have been a fan, clearly wasn't a fan, some spectator came up and absolutely tackled him like a middle linebacker during the performance. And security guards chased and overpowered him and also got some shots in, obviously. They showed mm-hmm. the attacker later on, like the paparazzi got some photos of him. Like he got his face cased, caved in by security. So a little right. different scenario than Will Smith going up and being able to just sit down and resume his evening with no trouble. This guy got his ace kicked by Chappelle's security guards. And that's probably a good thing for everybody like you who holds a microphone and tries to entertain the crowd and does not want to get their ace kicked. Yeah. The other thing is that guy, he had a, he had a fake gun, but it had a knife in it. Apparently that's, that's yeah. what I read this morning. Weird. This, the, really weird. Like a, a real knife. It sounds like inside this plastic gun or something. That's the um, worst. <laughs> that's the worst way. <laughs> when you think about it, if you're trying to, you know, hide a knife because you didn't want to get in trouble. Why would you hide yeah. it inside a handgun replica? Yeah, that's the thing they're going for first. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's that. Um, I, I, you know, you forget about it until it happens, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, the Will Smith thing becomes interesting, right? Because they're, you know, if it was just someone they didn't know, uh, which which probably is hard to find someone you don't know at the Oscars because everyone's a celebrity, right? I, you mm-hmm. don't get any of those things, right? Unless, so, you know, the, they get caught off guard, but there's a great point made after about, I, I, you know, if they anticipated what was going to happen, which they couldn't because it was Will Smith, if they did it again, I'll, I guarantee you what's going to happen now is anyone who starts to walk on stage that is not part of that script is they're going to they're gonna step in front of them, you know? Yeah. Um, because what what could have you know every celebrity Steve how do you know how crazy they are, right? 
And and Will Smith sure looked crazy to me with the, with the crazy eyes after, you know. It, it yeah. was it's scary to think when you see it again and you begin to put your head around could he he had done something worse. The answer is yes, you know, for sure. Um the, the Dave Chappelle thing, man, is uh, I'll tell you what, it, it's just it's just uh, it's happened to me. It's happened to me once. And your 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 bottom just drops right out and what the freak and i was petrified i was absolutely petrified uh and was at a small club here a small stage in the corner and it was a dead dead ass night years ago and i was you know on stage i was like maybe there was a huge snowstorm steve there were like 20 people who made it to the bar that normally holds you know 150 you know sort of thing and there was a guy sitting by himself uh and and not really laughing too much and i you know i saw him there and then i made fun of him oh yeah and he was in camo pants and and shirt oh yeah (laughs) and i i made back back in the day steve where you could say a lot of stuff you could get away with uh and anyway i i sort of made the comment and and then i don't know looked left or something like that and then no sooner did i spit out the sarcasm that the guy just got up and ran full on at me and tackled me and started punching me in the head, you know, and if not for a couple of bartenders, right. Who, who, who jumped in, but I'll tell you what, it ain't funny. It no. ain't funny. It, it, it just, it's just like, Holy shit. What happened there? You know, what's going on there? Um, the difference, I, 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 you know, the difference is I'm, I'm not Dave Chappelle. Um, but Dave Chappelle, you know, that, that there's, he's going to be frightened, man. He's going to be frightened. The thing about Dave Chappelle, when he's writing that stuff and getting more and more controversial, you know, as each show goes and now people, you know, people walked off, employees of Netflix walked away from that transgender routine he did, uh, you know, so there was a big outcry, the, you know, it, it, it generated this lively debate about what's, you know, free of freedom of speech and what can you say, what can't you, and who's, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what's what's defaming people and um but in the end the, you know that that can happen right that can happen the issue here is the material right it is extremely offensive to some people okay it's whether he's allowed to do it or not right you can you can go back and forth on that all day like i said but man that is that's like is it out of bounds for sure right yeah is it is it beyond over the top i yeah, it's not over the top it's kind of real you know the way, the way you're like when I saw that special and he's talking about shit and I'm going, Oh my God, you know, you're waiting for, uh, just kidding, you know, or something like that. Right. That's Dave Schreier, you know, it's just, you know, but anyway, I love everybody. You're, you're waiting for something, but it's, but the material's not there. Right. He's, he's political, right. About that stuff. Drop dead funny. There's no doubt about it. Go back and look at Chappelle's when he wasn't doing that sort of comedy or, 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 you know, uh, statements that he's almost making in his routine mm-hmm. uh where he becomes a little george carlin-esque you know when he does it so part of me steve is yeah you better dial it back dave you better dial it back you know uh do you want to be dave Chappelle now who would ironically steve the he got attacked right when he was telling people uh, on a serious note that he's had to beef up his security right right because of this stuff and he travels with more security guys and stuff and then, and then this attack happened, you know, so it, 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 it's just absolutely 
you know, mind numbing, man. You just cramp. Like I, I, you just cramp going, oh my God, you know, what's, what's happening here? He could get killed. You know, he could get killed or stabbed or, or whatever. So what do you do if you're Dave Chappelle? What do you do if you're Dave Chappelle? Uh, is it going to be like a cage match in WWE? Yeah. Is he going to have to do his routine behind bars? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I, if I'm Dave, it ain't worth it, is, is what I wanted to f- finish with. If I'm Dave right. Chappelle, none of that shit is worth it. None of that controversy, none of that, uh, that angle that you have on stuff, Dave, none of that is worth it, man. I don't, I don't care who you are, Steve. It ain't right. worth it. I got to say, I mean, I've watched Dave Chappelle in recent stand-ups, and uh, I saw him on SNL. I saw him right after George Floyd. And honestly, I don't think he was, I didn't think he was that funny, uh, all that political stuff. Right. It, it, it was hard to watch, to be honest. I, I mean, the SNL I one. About that. It's true. Yeah. yeah. The SNL one I was watching, and I was like, wow, this is not, not only not his best, but like it was rough. Uh, I, I, I mean, compared to Chris Rock and, and what he delivers consistently and has always de- delivered consistently, um, Dave Chappelle is a long way off of that standard. So, but that aside, that, that's that's just a side note. There was one reporter who, uh, as you mentioned, uh, she is quoted as saying, and I find it interesting how you know Chappelle is kind of defiant on the whole trans thing. Uh, she reported on Twitter the comedian had literally just said he has now more security because of all the uproar from his jokes about the trans community. And she Mm -hmm. also tweeted while the attacker was getting beaten up, he made a joke about him probably being a trans man. I guess nothing frightens the guy. No, I don't, I don't think so. But how about Chris Rock? He was there as was Jamie Foxx. They're both on the wings of the stage. Jamie Foxx actually got in there and helped respond to the attack. And Chris Rock was there as well. And when the smoke is cleared and Chappelle is kind of getting away from things, uh, Chris Rock, as he did at the Oscars, like at the Oscars, I mean, he was, wow, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And right. great is not on TV. I thought he responded extremely well. In this one, he actually, uh, he brought the crowd down or brought the house down when he jokingly asked if the attacker, was that Will Smith? Right. <laughs> so it's pretty good. Yeah. And, and, and his Netflix special, you're right, Steve. I remember watching him going, okay, this is tiresome. This, totally tiresome. This, this this routine here, right? Where it's 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 not funny, you know. It's not very funny, you know. Like, and his biggest his biggest punchline was the overused punchline that that started years ago, and it gets way overused. Is is uh, the old one in the end? But you know what I think? You know, go f yourself. <laughs> right? I mean, that's that's been around forever now. Right, that's been yeah. around. You know what? I, you could shut. You could shut the f up, right? Is is that really? Is that really what you're getting fifty million for? You know. Yeah. So I didn't think it was that good. I didn't think, yeah. and I'm way too serious. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Totally the same. Uh, we'll take a time out of the program when we come back. Your pal Charles Barkley in the news, and that uh, I guess uh, during the NBA coverage on TNT, they brought the Stanley Cup out. I thought major faux pas. Charles Barkley gets it. But I'm not sure the other guys did, including your pal Rick Tockett, who brought the Stanley Cup out under the TNT set. Right. We'll also talk about the NHL playoffs. Ottawa does not get the World Juniors, and much more coming up after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage, or rentals and investments? 
Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 8606008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is your Ottawa certified pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all of the worries. For example, 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and much more. That is peace of mind. Check out JimKFord.com today. They're located at 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Or pick out your next vehicle right now at JimKFord.com. So, Sir Charles, in the midst of NBA on TNT, of course, they also have NHL rights. Terrible. Uh, Terrible. 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 I was trying to do a funny, stupid impression. That wasn't very good. Uh, Oh, sorry. My bad. Terrible. Yeah. So your pal Rick Tockett made an appearance on the show, bringing the Stanley Cup in and passed it around the panel. First, gave it to Shaquille O'Neal, Hall of Famer, four-time NBA champion. He was like, he was muttering about having bad shoulders from carrying the Lakers all those years and the magic right. and the heat. Anyway, so he finally hoisted it up over his head. Ernie Johnson, the show's host, the only guy who didn't play in the NBA, he puts his he puts it over his head and says, "Oh man, I'm a Stanley Cup champion." Kenny Smith handed, he lifted it up. And Charles didn't even want to touch the thing. He said, don't even come near me with that. I don't touch right. any championship trophy that I don't win. But I'm like, how could Rick Tockett let this happen? I thought there was a tried and true rule that you do not hoist that thing unless you've won it. Right. Well, Tockett has. He won it with Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. And a he's couple the only times guy. He, he didn't, yeah. though. He, he, he was there and just held it for everybody and let everybody lift it up. I'm like, what is that about? That's, that is a major faux pas, my friend. Yeah. Um, uh, the last text I got from Rick Tockett, who is very, very funny, uh, back to the fiasco in Jupiter, Florida, with me taking a video of Michael Johnson or Michael Jordan at the Gretzky event. Everyone uh, at the Gretzky golf course, the Michael Jordan golf course. I was guest of Grant, took it. Everyone knows about it. And uh, the shit hit the fan, of course. Right. Tockett texted me two days later because he played the next day with Wayne and, uh-huh. and, and said, Hey Jimmy, uh, are you into playing public golf courses the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> That's all he wrote. That's all he wrote. Yeah, he said I don't know what you did, but it looks like you're you're going to be playing public tracks. Um, Too yeah, funny. that was fu- that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, the Stanley Cup thing. It's kind of these sports shows right there. It's these sports guys. They're trying to do. They're trying to do a whole bunch different. You know, uh, to 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 improve or change or, you know, keep the audience and keep the young kids and shit like that. You know, did I say a thing yesterday? It's the same thing that uh, Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez, uh, w- when asked about what he would change in baseball, uh, five things. I don't know if you saw it. I did. Um, and and one, one of them only out of the five had to do with the actual game. And I, and I think it was change the strike zone, whatever. He said, make it wider, but make it lower and or whatever. The rest, Stevie, was all about, they got to get interactive. They got to do some crazy shit like like the Super Bowl does. You know, at halftime, they got to take breaks, and uh, it it was all about engaging the fan a little more. You know, and and um, so when you talk about the you know the this basketball show, right? Is it you know? And they go, okay, what can we do here to make it different? And and you go, I don't know. Let's bring the Stanley Cup on. You know, it's like okay, that's weird. That's kind of weird, but yeah, uh, I think all of it is in an effort. To, to 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 try and do something different you know to yeah the five the five th- the five things he came up with were make the strike zone 
he wrote it this way. Make the strike zone more wide and less tall. More wide. Is there a word for more wide? I'd go wider. Anyway, <laughs> just throw that out there. He less narrow. More balls. Less narrow. Yeah. So he feels like that change would make thing uh, get the ball and play more frequently. There'd be more contact. He wants uh, illegal defense uh, to be. Uh, he wants to. Re- I guess the shift he wants out. He wants uh, wants that to change. He yeah. Wants to open the cameras up for all sixty batting cages in Major League Baseball. Right. So the people, I guess, in the afternoon, they can flip on their computers or their mobile devices and watch their favorite player in the batting cage. Um, That's not bad, right? He's, he's, he's equating that to watching warm-ups, right? In basketball yeah. games and hockey and stuff, right? Yeah, it's exactly that way. Limit the amount of call-ups, uh, 10 pitchers max on the roster and more entertainment like NFL halftime and NBA shows, as you mentioned. What I think yeah. with, the, and a, with the whole TNT thing, that's just clear cross-promotion when you get down to it. They've right. got the right. NHL. They've got the NBA. So of course, they're yeah. cro- they've had Charles Barkley on the NHL version of the show as well. And and by the way, uh, Spit and Chicklets and uh, God, I'm gapping on his name now. Paul Bissonnette. He's just fantastic on that thing. He's just really a breath of fresh air behind the desk because so, right. so frequently when you get behind the desk, everybody just sort of you know gets all stoic. But he's right. uh, he's really loose and fun. So and and good. No, he knows the game. But he's not afraid to say a bunch of shit. Right. Right. So it's, and, it's good. Yeah. Like Bexa. Like uh, I love Bexa, right? You're gonna see a lot of them now, right? With the with the panel. Yeah. Ron McLean panel during the playoffs. Um I don't know why Charles Barkley has a problem with touching somebody else's championship trophy. Like you you worried you might win it somehow? I, don't, yeah, like, I, right. I think I thought the word was hoisting. You can't hoist any championship trophy you haven't won. Frankly, you touch it all day. Give it a tongue bath if you want. Sure. There's an issue with sure. touching it. It's the hoisting process, right? Is not is that not what you've heard too? Uh, I I you know every time I was around the Stanley Cup, Stevie, I was so freaking drunk. I certainly didn't know protocols. Okay, about it when I was <laughs> partying around the cup. So I yeah. don't. Yeah, I certainly didn't abide by any rule. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this just in. Uh, athletes, pro athletes are the most superstitious people in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you, it would be very interesting one day to have a list of, of you know, players' superstitions, you know, and what they've done their, you know, their whole life. Um, so anyway, anyway, yeah. I thought it was one of the great taboos in all of sports. Don't hoist the Stanley Cup, but what do I know? Let's talk about the Stanley Cup playoffs Four more games on night number three. And the Leaves had a tough one at home, falling 5-3 to Tampa Bay. The other scores were your Oilers all over LA 6-0, Minnesota over St. Louis 6-2, and Boston falling again to Carolina 5-2. And, uh, yeah, the the blue team, I mean, listening to the Toronto fans and the Edmonton fans, I watched the Toronto-Tampa game with great joy because of the result. Mm-hmm. But it, both both games I watched and listened to closely – they both made me nervous at how intense the sound was. And as an Ottawa Senators follower, it's not something I've heard in a long time. It's just an, it's a whole other level when you get to a Canadian market with fans in the stands. And that's something else we haven't seen anywhere because of COVID. Right. To hear the, uh, and, and in both Toronto's case and in Edmonton's case, their teams have had so much first round misery that they're, they're living and dying with with every battle, every puck right. battle that's going on right now, and so while I watched Leafs Tampa Bay visually and, and heard, I watched, uh, I kind of kept it on in the background, Edmonton and L.A., and just the the sound was making me tense, even though I didn't have eyes trained on the game. 
It's funny you bring that up. Someone sent me a vid who went to the game last night. Uh, it's it's in Edmonton, right? The, the first two were here. Um, and they're, they are a longtime season ticket holder with right. a memory like a steel trap, okay? They, they can give you the freaking game where they won back to when they started winning Stanley Cups. And uh, they sent me a video. A video? <laughs> I was just going to say, that's your valley girl from the 1980s? She sent me a video. Um <laughs> And clearly, like, oh my God! So they inter- they interview guys after the the game, right? They do it on ice now, right? They do it mm-hmm. they do it live in the in the arena, right? They'll do that a lot. Um, she was telling me that it is hands down the absolute loudest ever, ever. And she would be the barometer, Steve. She would be the barometer. She took her kid there, the loudest ever, and sent me the video of it, and I was taken aback, going. Oh my God! Listen to the joint. Listen mm-hmm. to this joint. I I think I think probably I don't. Do you think it's a bit of a COVID hangover, Stevie? That people are in the in the buildings now, stacked to the rafters. Oh, yeah, uh, a million, that, million percent. I think that's where the passion level comes from. Both two things: the drought that the Leafs and the Oilers have both had in their first round in the playoffs. Right. But then the fact that we just you know there hasn't been many fans allowed to games in the last couple of years. The COVID thing. Has, has left this thirst to be at a Stanley Cup playoff game, so it's really special on top of everything else. Right, right. Let me let me uh, hang on, Steve. I don't know. No. I'm not sure that'll do it justice. No, no, that won't for sure. That won't for sure. While you look that up, I'll tell people Mike Smith continues to be the story, to the good and to wow. the bad. You know, because we did, entering this series. Here's a guy that's a forty-something now, and you didn't know which Mike Smith were you go. What were you going to get exactly? Was he the Mike Smith who had lost mm-hmm. ten straight playoff games, going back to 2019, or would it be the Mike Smith who, down the stretch this season, went nine and zero with a 1.61 goals against average and a 9.51 save percentage in the month of April? Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, it was a tough outing in the first game because he had that bad, bad giveaway, and you wondered how would he respond. Well, he responded by becoming the first 40-plus-year-old with a postseason shutout in right. 11 years. Seventh yeah. goalie all time to do it. So he is, uh, it seems like things are going through Mike Smith right now. Yeah, here, you know, here was the thing on that Mike Smith deal, right? And I, and listen, admittedly, I, I was always on Kelly Rudy's side where I quoted him yesterday saying, he makes me nervous. He makes me nervous when they bust in on the attack. Uh, and, and I get that. I get that. If you watch the other games, he's, he, you know, he handles the puck a lot. He's had some amazing assists. Uh, you know, he's, he's, I saw one a few games ago when he was winning those games, he, he fired it right down to the middle uh, on, on tape to tape, Stevie breakaway mm-hmm. and they scored. Um, so the, he got trolled for sure after that game. Um, but you would think if you didn't know the score of the game, when you saw these comments from people, Stevie, you would swear to God he let in three fast goals and then the Oilers ran out of real estate or something right. because of him. They lost that game 4-3, that first game, you know. Uh, but but all these comments were like, you know, fire the GM for hiring him, uh, all this other, you know, for for signing the guy, blah, 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 right? But, but again, 4-3. Uh, 30 shots last night, the pressure on that guy, from everything that was said about him, um, there no one else get put blame on anybody else but Mike Smith. And I, I was saying, well, okay, he didn't get fucking shelled here, you know. Uh, so anyway, still though, that being said, 
what a bounce back. Only 30 yeah. shots, but still, what a bounce back. What yeah, a bounce then, back, man. So Yeah. Yeah, Vanda came with a couple of goals for the Oilers in a 6-0 win. And uh, Leafs fell 5-3 to the Lightning. And and one guy I wanted to kind of cue in on was Nick Paul. He's been an Ottawa Senator for, I don't know, since 2014, since he got traded in the Jason Spezza mm-hmm. trade. That's how far back he went with the Sens. And finally, at the deadline this year, the Sens traded him to Tampa and a good deal for both clubs because the Sens got Matthew Joseph who's a, a bit younger under club control and RFA versus Nick Paul, who's a UFA, but man, Tampa got a good one. John Cooper right. using the crap out of that guy. He's, I mean, Nick Paul would be regarded in Ottawa, one of the worst teams of the last five years as a guy would be on your third line. Well, John Cooper's using him like crazy. Like I think he was top three among forwards in ice time last night for Tampa Bay, the defending two time Stanley cup champions. Nick Paul was out there for almost 19 minutes of ice time he had almost five minutes of penalty kill time. He had a three and change in power play time, like in all situations. And when the game was on the line and they were leaking oil a little bit, they were up 5-1 mm-hmm. and they gave up two late goals. And then they pulled the goalie the Leafs did, who's out there right at the end. It's Nick Paul again. So good for him because uh, I know he hated yeah. to leave Ottawa. He's so involved in the community here. And uh, I kind of hope that the Sens actually let him have his Stanley Cup run here. And then in the... Uh, in the off season, maybe bring him back. That would be great. Right. Like Giroux. Um, Headman did okay, Steve, with four points in that game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah was, I just uh, read that. I'm like, what the? Nice going. No, there's a couple more things on the NHL front that I want to mention before we wrap up today. It was uh, Carolina over Boston, five to two. And the Bruins have been outscored in that series, 10 to three so far. Mm-hmm. The Canes, like Pittsburgh, we talked about yesterday, they're down to their third string goalie. They, uh, they had another injury, and so, uh, yeah, they've got to go with their third-string guy, but he was good enough last night. And Andrei Svechnikov, his hit on Hampus Lindholm. Apparently, Lindholm is not doing real well today. That mm. uh, seems like a concussion written all over it. What did you think of that hit? Lindholm's coming behind the Boston the Boston goal, and then Svechnikov is there waiting for him. Lindholm doesn't see him and steps right up, and it looks like shoulder right to the midsection, sternum area. But, of course, it's impossible when you hit a guy there for the head not to be engaged, and he looked like he was a hurting unit. What would you think of that hit? Yeah, I, I've always said there's some there's something weird about hockey. I, I think the hit, according to the rules, was was clean, okay? What's always sort of bothered me is why would you want to do that? Knowing this, I you know, I could really injure this guy here, although it will be a clean hit. I'm going to put shoulder to chest. He's a t- two feet off the boards. It's going to snap his head. It can blah, 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 blah. So it's always been odd to me, right? They're going, okay, well, why do you want that? That's the weird thing about hockey, right? To me, to me. If I can really level this guy without getting a penalty, you know, fantastic, right? Um, okay, okay. So, uh, but I thought it was a clean hit. I did. And I'm a guy, Stevie, who's always going the other way, that I think everything's dirty and is suspendable. Uh, but that one looked clean to me. And that's probably from doing shows with Russ. When I when when we set, when I send him vids like that to look at, or he sees yeah. them, uh, Russ is way way on the side of the player not being suspended, and uh, so maybe that's leaking in a bit. But no, but that aside, I thought it was a clean hit. But yeah. I'm like, why why do you want to do it though? You're 240 well, you pounds with shit on probably, and 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 I can level this guy and perhaps knock him out of the game. I, 
Well, I mean, this is always twofold. Always twofold. You're, you're in a situation where you want to separate the guy from the puck, and I think there still is a hit-to-hurt mentality out there. If you can intimidate the other team, that'll help you get through them. And, right. well, Lind- Lindholm is uh, – I'd be surprised if he's back for the next game, and that's a key yeah. player for the Bruins, and they're already up against it. But I think um, – I will say this about the hit. I agree with you by the letter of the law. Clean hit. No question about it. And in my youth, I would have been jumping up and down if I'm a Carolina fan. Now that I'm late into middle age, mm-hmm. I look at it now and I, th- I look at things differently. Now I think about CTE and damage long-term to these guys. And so I, I don't appreciate it the way I once did. And I'm pretty sure that by the time you and I are gone from this planet, that that will be, even though it's clean under the letter of the law right now, that'll be a hit that's probably out of the game 20 years from now. Yeah. It's like the other day, Steve, we didn't talk about where the guy, I mean, maybe we did, where the dude was kneeling down in the in the praying position. The guy was behind him and cross-checked him on the back of his calves. Yeah. You know? Like, do I really was- need to talk to you and ask ask you if you think that could possibly really hurt that guy? Right? Yeah. So it's always odd to me. It's like, okay, you might get away with it, though, right? The refs aren't looking so, but but why are you doing it? You know? Yeah. Why, why are you trying to hurt that guy? That's the Wilds captain. Yeah, it was Jared Spurgeon, the Wilds captain, and uh, not exactly leading by example. There's an angry moment. I think he, right. I, I forget who he was up against for the Blues, but uh, I think it was Bushnevich. But they got tied up, and it, it basically was almost like Spurgeon got his knee ripped up because of the way Bushnevich fell on him. And he, he took mm-hmm. great exception to that, obviously, and gave it to him. Uh, I'm sure he do, he looks at that video and goes, ooh, that's, that doesn't look good. But I, we'll close it out with some discussion about that series because Minnesota beat St. Louis 6-2, to two, and Kirill Kaprizov had a hat trick in the game and a couple of funny things about that. He scored his empty netter for the hat trick with over seven minutes to go. Oh, come on. Like I'm like, what? So you're up 5-2. to two, and the other team pulls their goalie with seven over seven minutes to go. What happened there was there was offsetting minors, so they were at four on four. And so the Blues decided, you know what? We're going to go and pull our goalie right now, so we have a five-on-four situation. I don't know. Oh. Over seven minutes left seems aggressive to me for an empty net situation. <laughs> just going to say that. I mean, I, I get four, maybe four or five minutes, but you're just basically waving the white flag. It's full-on desperation at that stage of the game. And yeah. – uh, I think I bet you 99 times out of 100, the other team's going to uh, polish off that victory, maybe even more. Yeah, the analytics on, on that has been done a, a long time ago, and, and it's, it's a little more exact than people think about when's the time to pull your goalie. Um, you know, let's look at the normal situation. You're down a goal, okay? Mm-hmm. And so you're, this goalie's coming out eventually here. The goalie's coming out for sure in the dying minutes. But, but, but I read a, I read a piece one time on analytics and one of them was they've measured and graphed everything, Steve, and, and looked at percentages of success against goals against and for, and it's always, you know, it's like you, you got to do it at the, between the 2.05 mark and the 1.48 uh, to the thousandth death decimal. <laughs> they had it all figured out though, what, when to do it with, to give you the, best chance to score a goal mm-hmm. and it's you know, seven minutes wasn't in that graph Steve. i probably would do it at the seven minute mark if i had a penalty and i'm down three goals in a playoff right, you game. get two man advantage right yeah i'd do it that way but i certainly wouldn't look at it in an even strength situation so um the other part of that hat, hat trick i'd like to congratulate the minnesota wild fan who decided instead because they're of course littering the ice 
sure. with ball caps. And, uh, well, one fan decided that to uh, start a new tradition. And, you know, we, we got Detroit with their octopus, with the hat trick with the hats. In Minnesota, some young woman decided to throw, or maybe an older woman, I don't know, throw her bra on the ice. Oh, there we go. Yes, yeah. Stevie. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. No complaints yes. there. I'm going to throw my bra next game. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You could probably use one. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, our website is stevewproject.com. Enjoy your evening. James, enjoy yours. Enjoy the hockey, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Stevie? Yes, sir. Do you know what my neighbor Sharon has between her breasts that a 20-year-old doesn't? What's that? Her belly button. <laughs> <laughs> You like that one, eh? Good night, everybody. We'll see you.